You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of Flawless Thrones, the Game of Thrones recap show presented by Flawless Noises Media Network. I am one of your co-hosts, Curtis, aka Trillificent on all social media, and I am joined by my friends. Hey, come on. No. Hey, <laughs> hey everybody. It's <laughs> Candace, and you know that you can find me on Twitter at not so newlywed PC, and you know me as London's mom. And well, we got we got one more person. Come on, Kelly. And to round out the trio, I am Jeremy. You all know me as Black Dante on Twitter. And um, yeah, we are here to talk thrones and have some fun. So let's get into it. Right into it. So the episode starts off with Jamie basically in front of the whole little court, I guess. And Danny having some serious questions for him, like, you killed my father, you bitch ass nigga. Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was basically her tone. She, she was, was like, just like, why shouldn't I kill you where you stand? How dare you even show your handsome face? You bitch bastard. Which, which uh, mm. pot, kettle. I mean, mm. your mm. father was the mad king. Literally. Mm. At, like, and seriously, glad- talk about a lack of self-awareness. I yeah, was which, like, and I was oh. like, and, and what I what I didn't like about it, and this is kind of what I've been saying about the writing, and it's like, Danny, just a couple of seasons ago when John first got to Dragonstone, you called your dad an evil man and apologized to John for unjustly burning his, well, now that we know the, his whole lineage, his granddaddy. And his uncle, you apologize to John for that. So how do you go from two seasons of being like, yeah, my dad was a piece of shit to like, uh, Jamie, I won't smoke because you killed him. Like, yeah. Not yeah, this is- I think it draws a parallel to how Sam felt when Danny told him that she had, you know, barbecued his father and brother. Like, yeah. you even know- if you don't fuck with them, it's like that familial tie will have you. Being like, and I think the other thing with Danny specifically is that it wasn't just that her father was killed, like her family was destroyed and they were scattered to the wind. And so I could understand to a degree her having a little bit of smoke because it's like my dad was trash, don't get me wrong. But the fact that I was basically homeless and orphaned, I had a weak piece of shit ass dummy for a brother that basically sold me <laughs> to uh, uh, as a concubine. I granted the, the dude, well, uh, let me not say that because he was like taking it. <laughs> and it mm-hmm. wasn't until she reclaimed her power and time that she started becoming the woman that she is. But I could see having that smoke because it's like I went from being a Targaryen and we were on top of the world. We are the rulers. We are the keepers of the throne and of the seven kingdoms and then you kill my father and now i'm literally homeless and on the street i'm a vagabond so i kind of understood it to a degree but at the same time like girl you got a little bit too much tip on your chip 
Yeah. Yeah, I was stuck in the girl territory. And it, it seems like they are drawing parallels to say that um, no matter how um, just she seems, that the Mad King lives in her bloodline and mm -hmm. that she will always resort to antics that her father carried out, um, even though she feels she's quite different. And I, I honestly don't feel she's all that different. I believe like we're, it's like peeking its head out. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think the Targaryen bloodline has a aggression that can't be denied. No matter how just she tries to be, she's always going to be ruthless because she yes. has, I mean, part of it is out of necessity, of course. Yeah. But some of it too, because she can be. There's a difference between being ruthless when you have to be, and being callously ruthless. And she straddles the line sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely can see that. Um, yeah. She said what we all knew that Cersei was not sending no damn army. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You are one man. She told Jamie. He's like, you one man with one hand. Like, what is I'm gonna do with you? Ain't no mm -hmm. sisters for he here for you to fuck. Like, right. what is your worth? Why are you here? Right. I was like, okay. And then Bran was there too, and he, of course, be with that little that little shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the things we do for love. love. Like, whoa. Right. Bran, the, Bran, the worst kind of nigga. He will bring up everything you ever did in your whole entire life. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, pardon me. <laughs> if you throw me out of a fucking window, bitch, I'm, I'm definitely bringing it up <laughs> for the rest of your life and or mine. I well, I not even that. You you turned me into the three eyed raven. <laughs> With like, he, right. I was just a regular ass little boy climbing buildings. You fucked my whole life up. Now yep. you got the night king after me. Fuck you. I'm telling. <laughs> if we survive, <laughs> nanny nanny <Yeah>. boo boo. <laughs> Talk about foreshadowing. Listen, <clears throat> mm -hmm. everything is a foreshadow with this show, it seems like. So then Brienne V. Stallion, mm. she stands up for Jamie and she's like, listen, I haven't decided if I want that dick or not, so you can't be killing them. Like, <laughs> he's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good man, Danny. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so Danny's like, okay, whatever, fine. And Sansa gets into it. It was a pretty tense scene. Uh, Sansa got involved a little bit, but she was saying, you know, I trust Brienne with my life. She's always been loyal. So basically saying, Danny, it's okay for you to take her word. Right, because she was she was with Danny for a minute. Like, you tried to kill my family. Your family destroyed mine. And I don't fuck with you. Then Brienne was like, girl, if you wouldn't be alive if not for this nigga. Mm. And she didn't tell no lies. Yeah, she didn't tell a lie. She didn't tell any lies on that. Um, so then Tyrion, you know, he tries to say whatever. And Danny was like, Um, you already on thin ice, little man. Don't play with me. Cause right. it was your advice had me trusting your dumb ass sister. Now, granted, you need to take uh, a big old lump of coal with that, Danny, because mm. ultimately it was your decision. Tyrion is just an advisor. So you two were duped. By Circe, which I don't understand because I'm like, that haircut, y'all could not have thought she was telling the damn truth. Come Correct. on. Correct. Come on. Cersei looked like that little kitty that they cut out that tennis ball and gave it a little tennis ball wig. 
Come on. She's not telling the truth. She don't have a truthful. I'm sorry. Can we be honest? Like, I have to be super honest, and this might be problematic, but you know what? I don't think it is, so I'm going to say it anyway. I'm not trusting no bitch that I'm, that's been fucking her brother for 30 years and then had three kids. She will do anything. What you mean? Why would I trust you? Well, I mean, is it problematic if it's facts? You openly fuck your brother. Everybody knows it. Now everybody knows that none of them kids were your husbands. Those kids were your brothers. Mm -hmm. That's just me personally. Like, if you have that kind of track record, I'm not believing anything you say. I'd have been like, oh, okay, you're going to send your army. Well, how about this? You come with us, and then your army can follow. You're not about to right. play with me. Right. Or for me, in my opinion, what Danny should have done was like, uh, nigga, fuck Cersei. We... I got dragons. I can take that shit anytime my motherfucking want. Uh, we finna f fuck kill these niggas in the north, the, the walk white walkers, and then go down to King's Land and be like, look, bitch, you either gonna bow or burn because I got dragons. That's what I would have done. But I'm not on the show, so. Mm, I would have taken the army while I was there. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this parlay shit that y'all talking about. What I do know is I got two full dragons. So either the army can come with me and you live or the army can come with me and you become shish kebab. The choice is yours. Yeah. I would have killed. Seriously, I would have burned all of King's Landing up. I would have been like, fuck it's, it. If mm. ever it was a time to be callous, that was it. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. Especially with a callous motherfucker like Cersei. A stupid callous motherfucker, mm -hmm. but a callous motherfucker nonetheless. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, this is going to be the end of the Lannister line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's just that on that. So Danny lets Tyrion know that she did not appreciate him being fooled by his sister, like I said, and basically that he's on probation. She was like, that's your, that's your second write up, little Tyr. The third write-up is disciplinary action up to and including termination. Death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, termination, you whether your job or your life. <laughs> the choice is going You're going to be fired, literally. Like, you are going to be burned alive by those dragons. Chicago's. <laughs> they don't even need a full puff for your little ass. Don't play. They just got to say draw. <laughs> Do not play. So we I, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I uh I don't I don't know. I'm still confused at Tyrion trusting his sister, but that is mm. yeah. well, we'll get to that part. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. we'll get to that. So we move on and Arya goes to see Gendry because she's still waiting for her weapon. But she was in the shadows a little bit. Listen, she was eyeing him like a little greasy filet mignon. mignon and <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, I've kind of, I've gotten past the whole thing. I know the last episode where everybody was like, uh, how old is Arya? But once they were like, yeah, she's 18. And Candace was like, yeah, if you count a year per season, it, it makes sense. So I was like, okay. Yeah. She 18. She, she grown and ready. She mm -hmm. liked to party, I guess. Whatever. Listen, and I mean the the end of the world coming. So can you really honestly and truly listen? Don't I always to die virgin. 
Yeah, I always question that. Like, if the world was really about to end, would I be that concerned with getting some sex? Answers probably yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, give me a good meal and some sex, and I guess bring on the asteroid, bitch. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'll bend over and kiss my ass goodbye. Rather, I'll have someone else kiss my ass goodbye. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Parting shot. (laughs) Indeed, back shot. Oh, man. So they were talking, having a conversation. And she was kind of asking him questions about the White Walkers. What were they like after he told her, you know, I have all these other weapons to make, girl. I'm not worried about your little stick. And he was like, they're like death. They're like death. And so then she turns into like ninja assassin mode. And she's like, a girl knows death. And she starts throwing those uh those knives. The daggers, yeah. Yeah, the Valerian I, daggers. Oh, I was like, this is a little bitty bad bitch. I'm sorry. I stand Arya Stark. Yeah, the only start with knowledge. I stand a bitch that has been through hell and back, has many faces, and got dick on demand. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to stand. I was here for it. Getting a little bit ahead of myself, but listen, <laughs> I was here for it. But she was like, I know death. He's got many faces. I was like, yeah, you wearing about 45 of them. <laughs> Correct. And, and then the line that she said that to me was cold was like, I know death. It has many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. I was like, this bitch is ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I forgot about the I look forward to seeing. Listen, Gendry was shooketh. Mm-hmm. He was like, who is this? He, he was, was like, like, this This is not the same motherfucker from season one. Listen, he was like, I'm feeling your big labia energy, sis. Like, mm, all right, here for it. So mm. we move on. We back outside in the cold, which I mean, there's really no refuse from the cold, which is how I know I would not make it. <laughs> it cold Correct. all the time. Y'all ain't got no, it, it, ain't no baseboard heaters. Oh, no. That's not my ministry. But anyway, so Bran, for whatever reason, loves to be on his Professor X shit outside by that damn tree in the snow. And Jamie finds him. And I was expecting this to happen. I knew at some point because Jamie straddles the line of being a piece of shit and having a conscience. And now that he's rectifying or has rectified, I guess, depending on how you look at it what his sister is and how she conducts herself. He's like, you know what? I need to be better. I need to make amends. And right now it ain't about all of that. These icy undead are coming to fuck us up. So let me clear my conscience and let me get ready for this battle. Yeah. But it's like what he told Daenerys in that trial. He was like, this is not about houses or or loyalty anymore. This is about survival. Absolutely. Which I stand someone telling everybody the truth. Nobody cares about all of this shit, all this posturing and we are the North. We stand and we never forget. Y'all are going to be forgotten if y'all don't get information before these motherfuckers come. And so I appreciate Jamie saying that. So Bran is at the Tree of Life, like I said. Jamie finds him. It's like, I'm sorry for what happened. And Bran is like, it is what it is, bro. Like, I'm the three-eyed raven now. I can't mm-hmm. walk. But you know, that's besides the point. Yeah. And I'm, Jamie was a little shook. He was like, So you're not brand no more? Like, what are you? Yeah. He was like, I'm something else. <laughs> that old ominous damn Dr. Doom ass voice. <laughs> Just doing the most, but you know, it's brand. So yeah. what can you do? He's always been my least favorite character, and him being the three-eyed raven has not changed. It made it made it worse. 
Yeah, because now he's real Jaden Smith about it, as the internet likes to say. And it's mm. annoying. Yeah. Whenever Brand speaks, you know, it reminds me of that video that Willow posted where she was like, when I go out to eat with Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, they're watching us. She was like, ooh. She's like, the government. She's like, we just out to dinner. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Brand reminds me every time he speaks. But... Mm. You know, they had a little conversation. Like you said, Jamie was shook and basically was like, yeah, like, um, I didn't tell anybody about what you did because I knew that you were needed for this battle. Right. Because Jamie was like, why didn't you, why didn't you tell us? He was like, look, nigga, we need all the bodies we can have. Thought you were gonna say hands. <laughs> I, say. I, I ain't. I ain't want to be there. <laughs> I was thinking it, but I uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> missed opportunity, friend. <laughs> but yeah, she was like, you know, you pushed me out of a window, you know, but I, I am survivor, so mm-hmm. and now I am Three Eyed Raven, and you have right. a part to play. Right. So I'm real curious. Like, is he gonna have like a critical part? In this whole thing, is it going to be like a sacrificial lamb type thing? Well, it's funny. You, it, I'm glad that you mentioned that because one thing that Brian said in that conversation that really shook me because Jamie was like, "Well, what happens after?" And Brian was like, "How are you sure that there's an after?" And I was like, yeah. well, well, this, well, yeah. this is this is not foreshadowing at all, Brian." Shooketh. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to look at it like, does he mean in general or just for Jamie? Right. My money is just on just for Jamie. I don't see Jamie surviving this. I I don't really know what the point would be from a story standpoint of him surviving because his arc is completed. More but at the same time, you kind of assume that a Lannister is going to survive, and I would rather it be him than Cersei, obviously. Yeah. And I stand Cersei to a degree, but I mean, if we're gonna be honest about the shit, like she cannot live. <laughs> she no. like no, she just can't. Like we gotta, we gotta look at it as if we were in that kingdom and not just niggas on the net watching the show. Because if niggas on the net, yeah, we stand a, a cruel, ruthless queen that does what it takes and fucks up. Well, maybe not the fucking her brother part and having his babies, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, Cersei has done a lot. You, you know what Cersei reminds me of? She reminds me of Voldemort. Mm. You know how when Harry got his wand and Ollivander was like, "Yeah, he's done terrible things, great things, but terrible." That's Cersei to me. Like she's yeah. done great things, but they have been fucking awful. <laughs> she was as much as I and I, I love I love a good villain, but you know she will always get a little bit of my respect. Well, actually, a lot for blowing up the silk because that shit was balling. Uh, I'm conflicted about that. Really? Like, I'm not mad that she did it. I'm just mad that she killed all of Lady Olena damn grandkids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then kill Lady Olena. Like, why the gay? Why the gays gotta die? Why they can't live? Can we have at least right. one? <laughs> <laughs> Representation matters in Westeros. Like, listen, we ain't got nan lesbian. <laughs> Obviously, we ain't got nobody trans. I almost made a very, very terrible joke. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, why we can't listen? They was just trying to live their best little gay lives, mm. and you just had to blow them up. Now, I'm not, I'm not mad about Marge getting blown up because she had a little bit too much dip on her chip, even though I enjoyed it. 
did. Did. But what's the other one's name? What's his name? Loris. Loris. Yeah. Like you had to, you had to blow up Loris, girl. Can. Mm. But I agree with that. Like she does what needs to be done. So as a spectator, it is enjoyable, and you kind of stand a little bit. But like I said, if you put yourself in a position of being a part of that kingdom, it would be this bitch got to go immediately. Ain't no time to, to play. So we move on, and now Jamie finds Tyrion, and they start talking about Cersei. And Tyrion tells him that he always knew him being Jamie, because Jamie was like, "Oh, I don't know her anymore." And Tyrion was like, "No, you always knew what she was, but you loved her anyway." Mm-hmm. He was trying to console Tyrion, like, "Don't be, don't feel bad about being a fool. He's, I've been a fool." He scalped him with that one. Yep. Like, yes, you're not about to pretend like you didn't know who that bitch was. You've been new. Mm-hmm. You've been new since y'all was what, 14, 13 when they started? Yep. Uh, yep. Motherfuckers started fucking each other as soon as puberty hit. My lord. You know what's really throwing me off about this is that it's become so blase that nobody is even like having a second look or a thought. When they're like, yeah, you know, everybody's like, okay, the sister fucker is here, and it's no big deal. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I'm like, we know that it's probably more common than is reported, but it's just jarring still to see like royalty <laughs> just getting it in. Like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, I married my cousin, or you know, I married my sister, but to see them like enjoying each other the way that they do, that's mm. that's different. That's different. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it also, every time they mention, uh, they brought up that baby, and like they really acting like that baby gonna survive. Mm. We already know she can only have three kids. Yeah, oh. that prophecy. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Did she y'all... she's she's either miscarried or will sometime soon. Right. Or was never pregnant to begin with. Or was never pregnant to begin with. Yeah. Because bitch I mean, can lie. I'll tell you that. Because mm. I was just about to say, because Tyrion asked Jamie, was like, so was the baby a lie? And Jamie was like, that part is true. And I'm like, are, is it? Are you sure? Yeah. You almost said, are is it? Are <laughs> 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 is it true? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, like you said, Tyrion scalped him with that. He was shook. He wasn't ready for that. Because that's a mm-hmm. hard truth. Like, yep. mm-hmm. this is a terrible-ass bitch, and you love her anyway, and mm-hmm. always have. Like, let's not play any games. And Jamie's like, what the f- And hey. always will. Like, literally his will to live was so he could get back to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. One hand and all. And she was still like, give me that dick, brother. Mm-hmm. Speaking of giving dick, so... They walk a little bit farther, and Jamie starts looking at Brienne from across okay the- so am i the only one that felt like he was giving her the googly eyes absolutely that's yeah. why i made that transition mm-hmm. <laughs> he was definitely like this is what it is ho oh, what's up can a jamie get in them girls? them girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she was i think she felt it because she was so thrown off she was like so he went down to talk to her and basically was just trying to, I don't know, butter her up or see where her head was. And he ended up pledging his allegiance, saying he wanted to fight for her. But before that, she was 
caught off, I think, because he had that energy. And she yeah. was like, what is this? Like, we don't usually converse this much. Like, especially without... Yeah, he, like, without trading insults. Yeah. He was like, do you want me to insult you? She was like, no. <laughs> she was a little flustered. I was like, I mean, I get it, girl. He is handsome. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Has yeah, because the, the, <laughs> I'm, and I mean, the last uh-huh. few scene of Jamie was him throwing insults at her. So yeah. he is quite handsome. Yeah, he's. I'll. I'll never take that away from him. Emphasis on hand. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Can you, you imagine know. somebody rubbing your clit with that gold gauntlet on their goddamn hand? <laughs> Listen, that shit be like gold member. <laughs> Solid gold. Um. <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. is very annoying, but I set you up for you to take it down. So here we are. Listen, I don't. I listen, I, I'm yeah. always slam when you do the alley oop. No me. No me. Known. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I say, he offers to serve under her command, and she's like, "Uh, I gotta, go. I gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I did not sign up for all this." Like, she's like this too like, much this, pressure. This too much pressure. It's too many emotions. So I'm Ooh, like, is she just yeah. is that all those emotions? Does she feel a little stirring down <laughs> south? Like, I'm I'm real curious about... I that. think it's... And I saw this on Twitter. I think it's also, like, Brienne's character. Like, she and her entire upbringing, she's never been treated Tell. decent by anybody, let alone any men. Tell. So, she was I mean, like, what the fuck is this? I'm, I mean, honestly, because this is the same woman who had to beat the shit out of uh, the, the hound. The hound, yeah, oh, right. Which, shout out, shout out to the hound, because, listen, this is that's how you take your L's in silence, Okay. Yes, because not only did he get his ass whooped, he got his ass whooped by a woman, and he just like, I mean, whatever, bro. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, before we move on, Patrick is still a terrible fucking fighter. It's like Oof. years fucking later, man. He, Oof. he still can't fucking swing that sword. Oof. Did, he, did he swing the? I didn't see him swinging the sword. Yeah, he was because well, he was the one. He was the one doing the training, so he wasn't really swinging it that much. Oh yeah, he was the one doing the training. Yeah, the one that was like taking all those wild swings and stuff. That wasn't Padraig. That was somebody else. Padraig yeah. was the one training. Now that's not to say that he's like a great fighter. Because even Jamie was like, "Oh, he's gotten way better." And Brienne was like, "I mean, he all right, I guess." Yeah, you know I'm saying. I mean, he better swinging that sword between his legs than anything, but. <laughs> Well, listen. Mm. Now you want to talk about these stallions? I know. Padrick, the stallion. Padrick. <laughs> <laughs> Come through, absolutely. So we move on, and we see Danny, and Jora shows up. Friend zone, Jora. I mean, he basking in it at this point. Because I mean, what other choice do you have? Like, she is clearly in love with someone else. Unbeknownst to everyone, is her nephew. But again, like I'm not that fucked with, as far as you know, her being a little yeah. her nephew and her nephew. Their being whole old. their whole lineage is built on incest. Like it's pretty yeah. common, so that don't really bother me. Yeah, literally. I was reading up on it. And it was like their family tree has been plenty of brothers and sisters marrying each other and having kids. So yep. and I mean, listen, we've been seeing brothers and sisters fuck since the very first episode. They were willing to kill a child so that they could get their nut. <laughs> Right. Cannot be this bothered 
<laughs> by Danny and Joe. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. I'm not at all, honestly. I'm, I'm actually kind of here for it because listen, they look like they shit was lit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to be like, uh, can y'all put this on Snapchat? <laughs> listen, target targaryens only. Target. Tell them London. Target. Mm, she call her iPad. Charge it. Nope. <laughs> we stand a young queen that's giving directions. <laughs> London Targaryen. Listen. She might be more Lannister. <laughs> Targaryens ain't running shit right now. <laughs> but yeah, so he basically gives her a nice little speech saying that she needs to forgive Tyrion and let him keep his job. And she was just like, he's made major mistakes. And he's like, I mean, girl, everybody has. Including you. Wait, so. Yeah, which is which was the big takeaway from that. Like he he was he humbled her, but in a very gentle way. Mm. Like, girl, he yo hand, but you ain't supposed to you make the ultimate decision. You made some mistakes as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, because you still have to decide to take his advice. All he is is an advisor. So if you take the advice and it turns out to be bad mm-hmm. and shit happens, I mean, you got to take that with a grain you of salt. Pay, you couldn't pay me to side with Marshall Mathers. I would never trust Marshall Mathers. At all. At all. <laughs> at all. Be rabbit ass bitch. I don't know what. <laughs> Listen, y'all should have walked y'all ass back over to Eight Mile. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> But I I did I was glad to see Jor, you know, really give Tyrion his credit because they've had a rocket about somebody who has been close to dead like the whole show. Yep. Like yep. his neck been on the line the whole show. And so honestly, you know, both of them to to a degree, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Because Tyrion has been fighting for survival since the beginning. Yeah, and jockeying for power at the same time, but at the end of the day, still fighting for survival because his family didn't fuck with him like that at all, and still right. don't for real. What family he got left? Cersei still don't fuck with him. Think he's like some type of abomination or whatever the fuck they were calling him. Mm-hmm. And for him to end up being, you know, the hand to one of the rightful heirs to the throne is well. That's nothing short of calculated. Yep. Yep. Despite his mistakes, which I think it's fair to say it's probably a 50-50 chance of people that would have either gone against his advice or advised in the same way. Because, like, yeah, there was no gray area on that. Either you was believing her or you wasn't. And some people would have believed her as well. Because yeah. the bitch is a good liar. Right. And it's like as much as we want to act like we so callous and everything, a lot of us would have believed that her because they're family, even though we've been through shit. We're not going to act like we don't get on Beyonce's Internet every day. Talking about trauma and hurt 
from family. Like we're not going to therapy. Come on, y'all. Like right. Tyrion is no different from anybody else. He believed it because he wanted to, because he wanted right. to truly. He wants to try to reconcile his rec- his relationship with his sister, and she right. not with this. She like fuck you, little nigga. Literally, right? Because um, as a matter of fact, in that scene when he was talking to Cersei about that, she didn't want to hear, but she was like, he was like, look, I still love my daddy in spite of what he and you did to did to me. Mm. Right. Truth. So you know. I, I completely believe him in saying he believed that. I mean, yeah. you know, because he, he chose to. Like right. that's what it is. Like he wasn't he wasn't making a bad choice a, as an advisor. He chose to believe because he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously, and she knew that. Not because she's smarter than him. But because she may be a little bit more manipulative than he is, a lot more yeah. manipulative. Well, I said a little bit because he he is a force to be reckoned with on his own. That's true. And so for her to be more so, that says a lot. Because listen, Tyrion can give as good as he gets. Like like Candace just said, from the beginning of the show, he has jockeyed for power and ended up in the position of the hand of the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not that he don't know what he's doing as an advisor. He knows exactly what he's doing. Listen. He survived this long being a little person in that world where you completely frowned on. Yep. yep. By your own damn family. Your own family. Even when you save a motherfucker life, they looking at you like you trash, which, I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. Mm. <laughs> we'll get there. But mm. first, Jorah also advised Danny. <laughs> To talk to Sansa, which I thought was great advice, and it was it was strange to me that Danny was not standing up in her kingdom and going to Sansa and be like, "So what's tea?" Because you seem like you have an issue with me, and let me like, do we need to fight, or can we talk this out, woman to woman? But what you're not going to do is have these these cutting your eyes at me and these little sh- smart remarks. I would have expected Danny to do that, but she didn't for whatever reason. She didn't, but and Sansa had her looking weak. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, man. Sansa had her foot on her guy. And I think Sansa, I don't like I said, I don't think Sansa is nearly as smart as she's been given credit for. I think luck has been on her side. Being attractive has been on her side. Mm. And you know, <laughs> catching some, yeah, and catching some breaks. But now I do believe she is starting to play chess versus checkers because when she uh told Danny the whole truth and nothing but the truth, said, honey, listen, love make niggas wild out. Mm. So, and when she said that, I tweeted this while because I was live tweeting, I was like, especially a start child. Mm. She was like, Love make me do some crazy thing, and Danny, like, but I'm the one. Over here with my dragons and my soldiers and my no, you doing all of that, baby, because you ain't gonna have shit to rule if you don't. Mm. <laughs> that throne will be for nothing if that night king decimates all of the uh all of those different people. So let's, no, let's... don't try to she put Danny put a little sauce on it. Like, yeah, I believe she's in love with John, but I also believe she knows that she needs to help them defeat. The Night King, if it's possible, we don't know if it's possible, but if it's possible, she needs to have a hand in it, right? Or and else she ain't gonna have shit to rule. And I don't get that either. You're not gonna have anything to rule, or when it's all said and done, no one's gonna expect. I mean, respect, respect you, yeah, as the queen because you didn't help defend anything, right? Because you got two dragons, baby. You ain't got no choice but to help. Yep. 
Yeah. That's so just the way that's that. the way it goes. And I think Sansa, you know, she called that shit because, and I know this annoys, you know, some people because, you know, like we said earlier, it's about survival, but I mean, shit. When Sansa was like, okay, if we beat these niggas, but what comes after? Yeah. Like, what about like what about the what about the north? Because she said I, we are never bowing again. And we had the right to get our house back. We are yeah. never giving it up again. Absolutely. I felt that in my spirit. Yeah. And and you know that's that how was, you feel after you get some some pussy to a nigga don't deserve it, and then you leave him. <laughs> never <laughs> ever. Mm-mm. I had to fight to get this back from Mm-mm. because I'm gonna I'm be honest. You know, at first I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, girl, y'all need to survive first. But then I thought about it. I'm like, especially given the fucked up history with the Starks and the Targaryens, and mostly on the Targaryens part being pieces of shit. They're like, yeah, you 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 got a right to be like, what about the North after if we live? You 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 absolutely right, Sons. I mean, she asked hard hidden questions, but again. And then Danny looked shook, like, okay, so I didn't butter this bitch up. Listen, when and she took it, her it hand off. It exposed some chinks in her armor because she thought she had really buttered Sansa the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And was like, oh, yeah, let's just get through this. We'll be, you know, we can. And Sansa's like, girl, no. After this shit over, she was almost there. She was almost there, like because yeah. I saw people kind of detracting on Twitter and stuff, and like the whole thing was fake and blah blah blah. I think they were having a genuine moment. Now we know that Sansa was more genuine than Danny because she had an agenda, mm-hmm. but I don't yeah. think that she wants to be at odds with Sansa anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's it was still natural. But this just goes to show that Danny is nowhere near as smart as she thinks she is because you should have thought about that before you went and talked to her. Like, you have to know. If you don't know from Sansa, you should damn sure know from uh, Little Lady Mormont, the North is not playing with your ass. And you mm-hmm. need to have a plan for them for when it's all said and done, assuming that y'all make it. Right. So I thought mm-hmm. that that was <clears throat> poor planning on Danny's part. But again... We know Danny is. She's smart, but she's not nearly as tactical as she's she not as is. cunning. And yeah, she thinks yeah, she is. She's yeah. definitely not as cunning. But I appreciated the effort, I guess, because it is a necessity to not be at odds with Sansa. And then for the whole thing, for you know, they kind of. I don't know. I don't know if I liked how they wrote this scene to be like our beef with each other is because of John. It's like while that may be true to a degree, I I personally feel like Sansa's loyalty is going to be to Winterfell, to yeah. her family and to her people. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I, she ever really had smoke for Danny because of John. I think she no, had smoke because Winterfell. of how John brought her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But she's like, I mean, my brother gonna do what he gonna do. Like, I can't tell him where to stick his dick. Right, but that don't mean I got to fuck with you either. Mm-hmm. Because Basically. girl, what is you? What is you doing? What do those dragons eat? <laughs> I just have to keep going back. What do dragons eat? I cannot believe you took them fucking dragons up there with no no plan for what they was gonna eat. It's nah. winter, girl. What is the dragons gonna eat? Not the dragons, not the Dothraki, not the Unsullied. Like, girl, you really can't listen. And if you can't, I'm imagine going to a kickback empty handed. Like. If you, you ain't can't, bring no bottle, 
Because <laughs> you know niggas love about them. Like, I mean, and I'm like, I feel extra bad for the unsullied because I'm like, you can't, we can't even get a good meal. We ain't got no penises. We can't enjoy not nan whore. We can't even enjoy each other if we choose to go that route. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of gray worm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Masande, listen, baby, they don't like niggas here. We out. <laughs> he like, yeah. I, I, he like, yeah, I keep my word, but when this shit is over, we up. You up? Mm-hmm. We good? We out. Listen, Danny and Sansa's conversation is interrupted. Basically, when Danny is is uh, pushed against the ropes about what's going on, what's going to happen with the North, and their advisor comes in and and basically the uh, Theon has shown up with his company. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has an emotional reunion with Sansa. Basically, it's like. He told Danny, my sister don't have that many ships left. She sailed to the was it the Iron Islands? Is that what yes. it's called? Yeah, yeah, um, Iron Islands. You know, and she's gonna take it back in your name, which mm, mm. okay. Good luck. Yeah. Uh but and so Danny's like, Well, why are you not with her? She was like, If if y'all reclaiming lands in my name, you need to be there fighting. And he was like, No, I came to pledge to House Stark, basically. <laughs> like yeah. I, I owe them niggas a lot. And and he do, and he do. Yeah, he owes and them quite a bit. Yeah, and him and Sansa, listen, Sansa ran to that nigga like they was in a goddamn mm-hmm. romantic novel and shit. And you know what? I understand because listen, they they survived Ramsey. Woo, child. listen, yeah. Chile. Woof, you too. That motherfucker. That was. I was just as satisfied when he died as I was when Joffrey died because that Ramsey was something fucking else. He was something else. I honestly was a, a, a bit happier when he died than when Joffrey died. Listen, Ramsey had me fucking shook. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that motherfucker was crazy. Shook. And he enjoyed the evil shit that he did. That's why I was Ooh. shook. Ooh. It's one thing to do shit out of necessity. It's a whole nother thing when you just doing it because you like it. Right. Mm, cut off my dick and everything like god damn Mm, mm, i was like yes sons a run to that nigga y'all survive ramses y'all need a round or something shit Mm -hmm. y'all deserve rounds indeed Mm -hmm. not those kind because he don't have the equipment well i mean let me not say that (laughs) because gray worm has taught us you don't need a pogo stick to have fun Mm -hmm. And, and get you a bad bitch but we'll get there so then we see Tormund and the rest of the Night Watch show up at Winterfell, and they yes. tell John that Tormund, you know, okay, big nasty. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get into something warm, wildling and tall. <laughs> <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> But he tells them, "Listen, the dead are coming." Okay. Yeah. They Listen. are coming. They will be here before the sun comes up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Right. He was like, we had to go around them on the back roads here. to mm-hmm. avoid them niggas to get here. Mm-hmm. And they, they mentioned the place that they went and the dead had already been there, um, mm-hmm. which we saw on that one episode, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. The end of the first episode. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. The dead are coming. And now it's time to make preparations but before we get into that we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back 
Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. So let's pick back up where we left off. And that is with preparations being made now that everyone knows that the White Walkers are going to be showing up before the sun comes up the next day. John is advising that the Night King needs to be taken down. He tells everyone, look, it's way too many of them. We do not have the strength and arms to fight them head on. We we just cannot win. And that's just common sense. But I think that because the Night King has created them and they follow his command, if we can take him out, then maybe we'll have a chance. And right. it sounds good, but at the same time, it's cringeworthy because it's like, no one knows if that's going to work. You hope it's going to work. It makes sense, but there's yeah. a very real possibility that it might not work. Yeah. I mean, that's true. It makes sense because shoot, John doesn't seem like what happens when you kill one white walker general, like, uh, like what four times by now, like all the whites that it turned die. So mm-hmm. logically it will make sense. Like if you take out the, the true big bad bitch, the night King, then they, all of them will die. But you know, Knowing how they run these shows, they might pull some wool over eyes like, oh, you thought. Well, not only that, but we just don't know anything about the Night King. Like, Because it could be that, yeah, that happens to his generals, but he may not work the same way. Yeah, he might be with some old other other kind of magic. Right. Like, what if his shit is tied to Bran, and as long as Bran is alive, then Night King lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, shit, that would be... (laughs) There's just so many twists that could still happen. Like, it makes sense. Like, we've seen it, like you said. But, you know, they like a twist. We're off the book, so they can do whatever they want to do. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was something else that made it. Because it just seems too simple. Like, in theory, it's simple. In practice, obviously, it's not. Because how are you going to lure him out? How are you going to get him alone? And the motherfucker is strong. So how are we going to take him out? The motherfucker yeah. took down a whole ass dragon with the flick of a wrist. Listen, like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. So, good luck. Mm-hmm. So, John starts laying out the plan of how they're going to draw out the Night King and isolate him. Because they're like, well, if he, if it's true that if he dies, then all of the White Walkers die with him, then he's not going to show himself. And Bran says, yes, he will, because he's going to come for me. And everybody's like, whoa. Mm. and he said the night king will show himself to me because he wants to erase everything so he starts giving us a glimpse finally of what is it that the white walkers want like what does the night king actually want is there a purpose to all of this killing and conversion (laughs) for lack of a better term and I don't know if that's a real explanation, but it gives us something, I guess. He's like, yeah, he, he wants to wipe out everything. 
and then sam comes in with a little poignant speech about blah 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 yeah if i wanted to wipe out mankind i would start with their memories and i would start with the three-eyed raven because the three-eyed raven is historically the what cosmic bookkeeper i guess the cosmic journaler chronicler uh but basically basically like the 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 universal uh note taker at uh the meeting of the seven realms so a librarian but (laughs) pretty much (laughs) anyway um so they're like okay brand but um sis you can't walk you can't fight like we can't just let you be there by yourself and theon's like no i'll stay with him because at first Sansa was like, we're not offering you up as bait like he's used to do it. Right. And Brandon's like, girl, I know everything. I see everything. Shush. I know what I'm doing. Which I don't know if he does because I still feel like things could go left. But what can you do? Right. They have to try something, right? Mm-hmm. So in the middle of all this, Danny gives Tyrion a little pep talk. Because he's like, okay, so I'm going to do this and I'm going to fight. And Danny's like, you ain't fighting nothing. You're going to take your ass in the crib. And he's All like, right. my lady. <laughs> like, I've fought <laughs> before. And she's like, look, it is thousands of these motherfuckers. It's only one of you. And if we survive, I need your brain because your sister is trash. <laughs> and Tyrion was like, you know what? Fair. Fair. And, sh- and shut his ass up and was like, yeah. I like how, you know, she gave him his confidence back. And gave him some hope. Like, if we survive, I'm still going to have my job. And I need to be on my P's and Q's. Because we're going to have shit to do after. Granted, it might only be three of us. But, <laughs> right, you know, we're going to do what we can. We're going to do what we can. We're going to make it do what it do. Yeah, I'm going to need you to make it do what it do. Yep. No Jamie she, Fox. All right. And she was basically like, nigga, you got your job back, basically. <laughs> basically. And so then Tormund ends the scene like, we're all going to die, but at least we'll die together. <laughs> Good old like, Tormund with the comic relief. Yeah, kinda. I was like, that's not, it's not comforting, but thanks. At least you tried, I guess. Yeah. So we see that John is still avoiding Danny. Like, he, take, he takes off like Sonic the Hedgehog after every meeting, because he's not trying to talk to her. Because, and I don't blame him, because it's like, look, like, I'm in love. That pussy is fantastic. And now you tell me that's my aunt. Not only is it my aunt, but it puts me in a position where I am the rightful heir above her. So I can see him being like, uh, I'm not really trying to have this conversation with you, sis. Not right away. Right. I get that. So everyone leaves. Tyrion walks up to Bran and it's like, I want to hear your story. And Bran's like, it's a long story. Tyrion's like, if only we weren't trapped in a, in a castle with nothing to fucking do all night. Like, what are you right. talking about? It's talk. <laughs> right. It's like, nigga, we literally have all the time right now. Like, we got time and we in between death. So if if not now, then, mm-hmm. like, come on. I'm just real curious about what is Bran's plan? Like, okay, you're going to lure him out, but then what are you going to do to hold him off while they try to figure out how to... It's Because the thing about it is, do they even know how to kill him? Like, is he going to be affected by the dragon glass the same way the rest of them are? Or what is it going to take? Like, do they have to use the dragon glass to stab him in the heart, which would be difficult? Do they have to cut his head off with the dragon glass, which would also be difficult? Like, they don't actually know how to kill him. And I don't think it's smart to just rest on we have dragon glass that'll take care of it because 
if the motherfucker can take out a whole fucking dragon, y'all little bows and arrows is not going to do much against them. So I wonder what the plan is. Like, how are they actually going to defend themselves against them to the point where they can take them down? And I wonder if Bran has thought about that or if he's just like, yeah, I'm just doing all this and I'm going to sacrifice myself. I don't know. I'm just curious about that. We'll see. Because basically what they're banking on is him being like the rest of the White Walkers, which, again, in theory sounds good, but we really have not seen anybody really challenge and or fight the Night King. So we don't know. Right. So like, because when... uh. When Arya asked, you know, can we use dragon fire? And Bran was like, I don't know. Nobody's ever done it before. <laughs> I was like, y'all are, y'all are going to die. <laughs> like, y'all have really no recourse. Y'all might actually die for real, for real. Right. Like, we know a lot of y'all are going to die, but all of you might actually die because what? Right. It's just, and I don't, I don't blame them. Like, it's uncharted territory. You don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So going back to what Candace mentioned earlier about Grey Worm and Masande, I just y'all have White Walkers coming, y'all got dragons, y'all got crazy bitches with bad haircuts blowing up steps, and y'all are looking at the black people crazy. Mm. I just like <clears throat> I, I have to get on my soapbox just a smidge because it is just so crazy to me that even in fantasy worlds. We still looked at like trash. I don't understand that. Like, there's no reason why in this fantasy world it has to parallel the real world at all. Like, I don't feel like there's anything to be gained from the people up north being racist towards Masande and Grey Worm. Maybe y'all know something I don't, or y'all see it differently, but I'm just like, I'm like, in like you have so much free reign in fantasy. And to put in tired ass shit like racism, maybe it's just me because as a black person, I'm, listen, I'm tired. But when I saw that again, because they did it in the first episode too, when I saw it again, I was like, can we just, can we <sighs> not? This man is here to fight for you motherfuckers and y'all looking at him like he the scum of the earth. Why? Listen, the schism the the sism in Winterfell just jumped out. Because I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, maybe it's like a, they, they're this trustful of I don't know the unsullied but I'm like but would they even really know anything about the unsullied well you know what honestly it's 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 double because remember the people in the north they don't fuck with the um wildlands either well the free folk or whatever they call themselves you know they look at them the same too that's what John that's what got John killed the first time well that pussy got John killed well (laughs) Well, that too. We have to be honest. I mean, his foolishness as well, but also like he was trying to get into something. Mm. I I don't listen. I'm not really gonna blame anybody for trying to get into something warm in the north, as cold as it is. (laughs) Except for that one motherfucker that was like having all them daughters and then fucking them and impregnating them, Craster, and killing all the sons. That was too much. But listen. Mm Climb up in something warm, everyone. No matter what you like, no matter what your equipment looks like, just because y'all gonna die. <laughs> I just I cannot stress that enough. Y'all are actually going to die. Yes. But the racism leads Grey Worm to ask Masande. It basically, look, girl, <laughs> I don't know what you got planned. I'm a fight for this white bitch because that's what I do. But after. 
I'm not trying to build no home here. He's like, you really trying to grow old with these motherfuckers? What you trying to do, girl? What you trying to see? What's your fantasy? He was going full ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I would like to see the beaches again. What was, what was it? What was it called? I don't know any of the stuff. I'm, I have such a bad memory that I don't remember the names of stuff. But it was her home. I don't was going to say country. I don't even know what you would call it. Her area, I guess. Like her I think, home. It, think it's something in this. I think, but I forget the name. But that's where she's from originally, what she was referring to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad, girl. I would go back, too. She was like, it's warm, and people don't look at me like I'm trash. Sound like a win-win to me. Mm-hmm. He was like, I got you, girl. Whatever mm-hmm. you want. As long as you don't let nobody else put the finger up in that thing thing. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> they pro- That shit probably still lit. I ain't mad. Listen, fit in. Listen. listen let, can I, let me be honest messing with men who have penises whether they are big or small hooked or not is not all it's cracked up to be sometimes you'd be fucking with a motherfucker wishing they didn't have one like lord jesus just let me get me out of this please but mm. Mm, all of the, the penis taking people can relate jeremy not so much but i mean Use your imagination. <laughs> it's fine. I read the statistics. It's fine. That is okay. I will give you that. So we move forward, and John asks Sam if he wants to go in the crib. And Sam basically has to run his resume, remind him who the fuck he is. Like, I am <laughs> the first one to kill a White Walker. And again, I don't choose size, I choose facts. He's not lying. It's like I know y'all think I'm soft and doughy, and I am to an extent. But listen, I I execute when it needs to be done. Like I'm I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. He was like, listen, I was one of the few few people that survived that first encounter we had with the White Walkers when we was in the Night's Watch. You must not know who the fuck I am. I'm like, like talk your talk your shit, little Samwell. Yeah, talk he's like, no me, <laughs> no. Me, he's like, I ain't waiting in no motherfucking crypt, John. What is you even talking about? And I, I wasn't know. mad. I was not mad. Agreed. Because listen, again, y'all need all the able bodies y'all can get. Every single last motherfucking one of them. That's what you need. Mm. So we move forward, and Jamie and Tyrion are having drinks in front of the fire, staying warm. And then they're joined by Brienne and Tormund and Podrick and uh, what's the other dude's name? Tor- uh, no, uh, is it Dave? Dave- De- Devos, yeah. Sir Devos, yeah. He's in there putting his ass in the fire. Like, listen, this is what I came for. Fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and so Tormund starts posturing in front of Jamie because obviously he is jockeying for Lady Brienne's. Affection. Uh, we don't know for sure what's going on between Brienne and Jamie. We can just guess that at minimum, it's very high levels of admiration on Jamie's part. Yeah. And you know, at maximum, he he's like, Look, girl, you're the one for me. Like, I ain't never I've never known a love like this before. My sister can't compare. <laughs> mm. I don't know. But Tormund is like, look. If if we trying to put if we got to put them pull them out and put them on a the table, 
I'm about that life. I'm a wildling. No me, bitch. L- literally in my name, wildling. Let's get it popping. Mm-hmm. What can it say, wild dingling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to introduce Brienne to it, like girl. Mm-hmm. He, he Let like, me show you what it's like on the wild side. Listen, he like, I'm going to show you a stallion. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so he's telling that weird story about how he got strong because of giant's milk and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, and you know what? I was like, Torman, as much as I love you, this is none of our business. Like, not the, not Brienne's, not Jamie's, not the audience. Like, none of us needed to know this. Yeah, he was doing a lot. Like, we get it. You were tough. You tough. And, you know, you survived a lot. We don't, we didn't need all that, that little story. <laughs> but, you know, I think it, it at the same time, it kind of adds to his charm, if you find it charming. I could take it or leave it. I like Tormund a lot, but, yeah, sometimes I'm like, you I mean, you know, you are fond of doing a lot, but what can you do? Mm-hmm. So we move on and we see the hound sitting on a wall and Arya finds him, sits down and he's like, what the fuck is this? You used to never shut up. Now you ain't saying nothing. And she's like, a girl speaks when she needs to, basically. <laughs> <laughs> don't play with me. I will fuck you up. Correct. I don't rob you once. This time I'll steal your life, bitch. Don't try me. Don't try to listen basically the hound need not try any woman in his presence truly we're gonna be honest like sir you just need to shut the fuck up and fight where they tell you to fight yeah sit there eat your goddamn food and leave them alone because as we can see these women will beat your ass they'll either beat your ass or rob your ass so you pick Mm -hmm. poison or both yeah but she asks him basically like why are you here like what are you doing here He's like, fuck else am I supposed to be, girl? What you talking about? Right. And she's like, huh, okay. Cool. She was like, the hound that I know, the hound that I know don't fight for nobody but but himself. And he was like, girl, I fought for you. I'm literally the reason you alive. Mm. <laughs> what is you even saying? That part. Listen, he was like, a girl, <laughs> a girl better know the motherfucker that saved her. Basically. Like, uh, that, that other guy showed up with the one eye. I forget his name. Part of the the. There you go. Come on, come on. Knowing all of this, the Lord Master right here on the podcast, the Lord yeah. George. He showed up, but you know he wasn't really talking about nothing. And then Ari yeah. was like, "All right, I'm good, y'all." I, she was like, "Look, if I'm about to die, I'm not trying to spend it with y'all. I'm trying yeah. to get some dick." Yeah. I see y'all on the flip side or on the other side. <laughs> mm-hmm. She said, "I ain't." She literally said, "Like I'm not trying to be here with you, sex or shit." And she didn't lie. That was an accurate description because I wouldn't yeah. want to be around the hound either. He just seems like a drain. I wouldn't want to be around the hound, and I damn sure wouldn't want to be around Beard because every t- every fucking where he go, he talking about some Lord of the Light shit. It's like, nigga, you the only Jehovah Witness in Westeros. If you don't <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fair point, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Ooh, he act just like him too. <laughs> the Lord of Light, the Lord, of, you be the Lord to shut the fuck up, nigga. Please and thank God, you. God damn, like be the Lord of getting ready for this battle, my dude. That part. Oh man. So Arya goes down and finds Gendry. He brings her her weapon. But homegirl went down there with an agenda, and this mm. is this is 
the scene, quote unquote. Mm. So, and I knew what was going to go down immediately because when she started taking them gloves off, I was like, okay, she came here for business. Same. Of the sexual variety. And we talked about it on the last episode. Like, how old is she? So I wasn't even bothered like a lot of the internet was when this happened because we had already talked about it. It's like, okay, like we said earlier, Candace kind of gave us the guesstimate that, you know, it's been about a year per season. So. It yep. would make sense for her to be about 18. And the actress, I believe, is 22. So I wasn't mad at all. Because, listen, we have to be honest with ourselves. We cannot be passing judgment on these shows because a lot of us was fucking in middle school. Mm. Mm. Like, let's be honest. Come with the hard hitting truth, friend. Now, is it, it cringeworthy depending on how they're doing it? But the way people were like, oh, she she too young and da 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 like come on. Like, first yeah. of all, this is a fantasy world. Like, they clearly do not even respect the boundaries of age the way we do in modern society, or the way some of us do, because some of us mm-hmm. some of us live in Chicago wilding out. But anyway. Mm. So I wasn't bothered at all. And I was, I was, when I saw Gendry, I was like, he going to get in them draws. Like, I just knew from the first episode of the season, last episode, I was like, when I saw him and their interaction, I was like, they both want it. Like, come yep. on, we have to be honest. And you have to pick up on the subtle, not so subtle cues because of Arya's demeanor. But it's when she likes someone whether she's flirting or whether she just likes them you can just tell how she and how she acts yeah she was making sure she knew that he knew not to play with her <laughs> hmm listen because you you can be like the unsullied if you fuck around with me so a, a girl will kill you <laughs> she may not kill you but a girl will maim you <laughs> yeah, well that and that ain't what you want so then she starts asking him about the red woman what happened he's like yeah she put leeches all over me and she was like was that your first time this fool talking about uh yeah i've never had leeches all over my body she was I like, like gendry. gendry i was like gendry stop talking yourself out the pussy what is you doing <laughs> i was like gendry please read read the rule please <laughs> like she is literally starting to undress in front of you what other reason would she have to take her gloves off come on gendry come on I'm like, she I was got I was like, Andrew, please don't be like your damn daddy. Please. Oh, God. Oof. Oof. But, you know, he was, she started at basically was like, so how many bodies you got, my dude? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how many people have you been with? <laughs> What's your body count, Gendry? I was like, look at Aria going full Twitter, nigga. Listen, Aria was like, I need the dick facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need a full printout, <laughs> certified, <laughs> notarized. <laughs> let let a young uh, girl with many faces know. She was like, a girl, a girl got many pussies too. Like, what is you trying to? Think? I was <laughs> a, girl, a girl has many ways to put this yank on you. Okay, she's like, can't even lie. <laughs> Fuck better when you're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> You know that Ari B. Yankee. <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> oh. Listen, mm. I mean, if there's any indication, because listen, the Starks that have gotten into something, something, they, they it's been intense. Uh, oh. I mean, John is a Stark mm. by name. 
to a degree. Uh, but mm. Rob, when he found that wife before they got sliced the fuck up at the red wedding, that mm. was intense. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, all right, it's like this that listen, you trying to get this virgin punani or nah? Listen, Ari was like, look, I don't want to go out of virgin. I want to know what it's like. So drop them draws, nigga. I'm not mad at it. I would try to, I would be trying to get some end of the world dick too. <laughs> May not have another opportunity. And who better than Gendry? Uh, outside of maybe Padre, because at least we know he got the stroke and the hammer. <laughs> and the vocals. But we'll get there. Mm. <laughs> so she starts taking all them clothes off. You know, it take them 47 years to get all that gear off. And they yeah. start kissing. I thought it was interesting because I wasn't sure if they were going to show her scars from when that girl was fucking her up when she was going through that training. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that girl kept slicing her belly up and shit? She Oof. was fucked. She was, I, ooh, that was intense. I wasn't sure if, if our sis was going to make it because. Listen, she got fucked. She up. was getting fucked up. But it made us stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Kelly Clarkson told us. Mm-hmm. Aria is that. Aria Clarkson. Mm. Hmm. Gendry was like looking at her. It was like, when did her titties get so big? And she was like, look, I'm not the red woman. Take your own fucking pants off. And let's do the do. And he hesitated. He was like, yes, ma'am. Of course he didn't. <laughs> of course. What you gonna he only been with three women outside of that. <laughs> you think he was gonna turn down something on the night before he might die? Jeez. My so, thing was y'all kissing, have y'all bathe. I know it stinks. <laughs> I, know it stinks. <laughs> I support it, but I know it stinks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You I guess you just get used to because I'm like, y'all don't brush y'all teeth. Like, I just mm. I'm just like, how did humans survive back in the day? Like, not brushing their teeth, like this. Ugh. The mm. world must have smelled like a fucking dump for a long time. Because, <laughs> mm. ooh, people weren't bathing. They weren't brushing teeth. Uh, just, mm, mm, mm. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. And speaking of all bad, because just to glimpse into the future a little bit, we saw in the ending montage, Arya and Yendry in the bit. And Yendry was knocked out. Cause So we, I think we can confirm that Arya got that yank. <laughs> yeah. Because he was okay. out of there and she was looking like mm. that's it. I wasn't sure if it was like a because there's so many directions you can go with that. Like I know it's funny and it's easy to assume that you know she was unsatisfied or she was not impressed by the experience. But at the same time, I'm wondering, like, was it like a thing where she's like, Am I feeling something towards him now that we've done this? Or was it like a I just gotta bust this nut. Well, no, I was gonna say, or well, what was it like a her mind immediately went back to what's at hand? You know what I'm saying? Like this was a nice little distraction, but it was just that a little distraction. It wasn't, and now she's back to oh shit, what's gonna happen tomorrow? So I don't know. Like I like I said, I know it's easy and it's funny to be like <laughs> a girl didn't nut, but <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> But, you know, just yeah. because everything is always so layered with shows like this, I don't think it's fair to try to take it at face value. So we yeah. don't know what went on there because the next episode we might see they have an epic kiss and then somebody get killed. I don't know. Yeah. we. You know what? 
You know what? That's fair. We can't assume that Gendry was like his daddy. Because, listen, Cersei dropped that tea like, listen, Robert didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I mean, but that wasn't surprising. Like, Robert overcompensated a lot. A lot. So it it made sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you you make your your whole thing with the going to the, you know, the whorehouse, basically. And it's like, they not going to tell you you don't know how to fuck because you paying them. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And I guess your wife ain't going to tell you you don't know how to fuck because you might cut her head off. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But so that wasn't surprised. Just the way he carried himself, you could tell he had little dick energy. So Damn. I wasn't surprised by that at all. Plus it's Cersei. Like, you know, she only got eyes for one dick, for one one-eyed snake, and that belongs to another Lannister. So mm. was not surprised by that at all. So we go back to the room where they are sitting in front of the fire and Tormund basically asked Brienne why aren't you a knight girl like Listen. you got more balls than most of the men in this room like what's up with the what's up and she was trying to keep it cute she was frustrated at the same time she was like it's, it's, it's tradition you know women can't be knights and he was like what the fuck not Listen, Tormund <laughs> Tormund woke wilding <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Like Ren was like, Ren was like, men said I can't. Torm was like, girl, fuck these niggas. Basically, basically, listen. The internet needs to get a picture of Tormund and then put the the pink feminist font on them from uh, Beyonce's self titled era. (laughs) Feminist, a Tormund that believes in the equality of the Briands, the Stallions. (laughs) Right. I mean, and I mean, part of that obviously we know was him gassing her up because he's trying to, you know, climb in that thing thing. But I think he also, the reason why he wants to is because he admires her so much. Right. And I'm not mad at him. I agree. And so we go through all that. And then Jamie, not to be outdone and upstaged, is like, well, you know, we don't need a king to make a knight. A knight can make another knight. Do you want to become a knight? And at first she was trying to be bashful, like, mm. and I was like, girl, if you don't get your ass up and go over there and get knighted, you just were saying that it's always been your wish and your fantasy. Right. Your dream. Ja- ja- Jamie was looking at her like, girl, if you don't get your ass up here. Yep. Let, let me show you that I'm a better pick. No. Because <laughs> no. Jamie and Torment feels like uh competition for the, the, the love of Brienne. Oh, it's saying it feels like the girl is mine. <laughs> <laughs> the girl is mine. The the stallion is mine, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed that because Brienne deserves. Yeah, that's, she that's was so happy. Yes, like the 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 joy on her damn face, just flat out ecstatic. And I was like, okay, come on, oh, Brienne, getting oh, your right. things. Now I did see someone say on the internet that they were like, now it's like you know they're wrapping up a lot of characters arcs so it's probably gonna be a free fall with the death which i mean i expected that i'm not tied to anybody anybody can die any and everybody can die and i expect it so yeah but that did that did i I was happy for that i was like arise brienne of tyra knight of the seven kingdoms yes brienne why why do i feel like you said that in 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 your optimus prime voice (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, 
Well, Optimus didn't arise in, that, in the Transformers movie, but you know. Well, I mean, he was like arise, Brian Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like that scene too. I was happy about that. So then we go back outside and we see little lady Mormont. Mm. Uh, she was talking to somebody. She was like, George. I'm not hiding. Oh yeah, she was talking to George. She was like, I'm not hiding in nobody's fucking crib. I will fight. Thank you so much. And she was like, good fortune, cousin. Try not to die, basically. <laughs> and the whole time I was like, little, little lady, you're going to get your ass killed. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like she's going to make it. <laughs> I, I just, I don't see it. Wishing the best. Mm. Don't see it. Yeah. You've been, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where we're in writing a lot of times, like, you've been a little bit too vocal over the course of the series. So I wouldn't be surprised if you die. Because, you know, the, the mouthy people always die. Yep. But again, at this point, I mean, literally any anybody. So it is yeah. what it is. Um, so then Sam comes, talks to Jorah a little bit, and he offers up his Valerian Steel family sword to Jorah. And I don't remember the background of this, so I'm gonna defer to you, Jeremy. I think Jorah had it first. Because I think it was gifted to him by um, uh, the first um, commander of the Knights of the Knights Watch when when John joined. Um, he was also a Mormont, and I think he gifted it to he gifted it to Jorah. But Jorah, you know, Jorah was on some trash, so they took it. <laughs> they took it from him, and then that's when he got ex- exiled, and it ended up in um, Sam's possession. And then Sam gave it back, which is funny because it's Sam's family sword, but that other Mormont had it, I believe, something like he did. It was something honorable that he did, and the family gifted him the sword. And then um, Jorah was supposed to have it, but again, Jorah was on some trash, so that's why he got exiled. And it was like, you bring shame upon the family, and we can't have the sword no more. And then it ended back up in uh, the Tarly's possession. Okay. Well, there you go. So he gave it to Jorah, and Jorah's like, I will do what I need to do. So I wonder if that's a thing where it's like, Jorah might survive. I mean, he survived worse. Well, I won't say worse, but he survived a lot. Yeah, he has. <laughs> basically, he basically has. having to have, what, 75% of your skin peeled off? Yes. With no kind of anesthesia or anything, just like, here's some wine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oof. By, by the same nigga that's giving you this sword. True, 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 true. Listen, Sam has been doing what he needed to do throughout the series. If we're gonna be honest, listen, stand up guy, taking care of Jilly or Gilly or whatever her name is and her mm-hmm. baby, mm-hmm. killing White Walkers, doing research, finding out the truth about the listen. Sam has been doing a Sam is really a pivotal character. If we're gonna be honest, yeah. I didn't yeah. even realize it until just now. But he really is a pivotal character. He's been doing a lot without a lot of without a lot of his knowledge. They would be in way worse situations than they are now. True, true, true. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, we get a nice little song while we see Grey Worm and Masande say goodbye, and then as we wrap up the episode. Danny finds John at the statue of Leanna Stark. Mm. He's like, who is she? And so Danny, not Danny, uh, John. 
John tells Danny the truth about his lineage, his birth, his parents, and his real name. So I will say, before I go on with that, I was mildly surprised that he told her so quickly. I didn't think that he would tell her before the battle. Oh, uh, me either. But he did. I, yeah, I thought he would wait until after the Great War. Again, provided that they survived. But yeah. Right. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things was like knowing what we're going into. Like, is this really something that needed to be said? But then at the same time, it's kind of like, but then if you don't say it, then it, there's a very real possibility that the knowledge dies. So, because only a handful of people know. Only what? John, John Brand and Sam know. Yeah. So that makes a little bit. Of I, I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't think it's that. I, I think it's that he doesn't want to be accused of treason, being yeah, of, of being disloyal to her, because mm. it coming from somebody else's mouth would have just left a real nasty taste in her mouth. Uh, but on the other side, she like, uh, nigga, you lying. You lie. She like, oh, so. Your brother, who's a three-eyed raven, knew. Oh, and how, how, hmm. And your best friend, who was at the Citadel, knows. Interesting. And I'm just like, John just sitting there like, bitch, we finna die. I don't got time to lie to you. At all. I ain't never played with you since we met. Literally. (laughs) John looking at her like, girl, okay. And she's She's like, so I'm not, so you're the rightful heir. Girl, he don't want to be king. What part is this? What is y'all missing? And he don't want to be in no position of power. Nigga just want to fight and fuck exotic bitches. That's it. <laughs> and harkening back to your point earlier, Candace, about her character and about her being more like her daddy. Like, she not, what well, I mean, I guess it's a talking everything, but she's not even concerned of like, oh shit, I've been fucking my nephew. Like, oh shit. You have more of a claim to the throne than me, the throne that he don't even fucking want. Well, Curtis already said that the incest ain't nothing new to them. They true to that, not new to that. Mm. That ain't nothing. Yeah. That's that's probably the preference to keep the Targaryen bloodline going going, even though oh, yeah. he has he's part, he's half Stark, but still, based on the way the dragons reacted to him, it ain't that ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, he might like, be half Stark, but he all Targaryen. Them dragons know. He like, he like. She was like, "May I have a little dick, please, before we die?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No, Auntie." John, like, girl, get your goddamn hands off me, Auntie. We need to go up here. Don't you hear the horns? The Night King is here. Yep, and so that's where we end the episode. The dead have arrived. And next up is going to be the epic battle of Winterfell. I believe they said that the episode is what, 80 plus minutes? 80 minutes, which I will be surprised if we see the Night King in this battle. Mm. I agree. And I wonder if the battle is going to span, is it spanning multiple episodes or is it just one episode? I think this battle is just one episode. Huh. So that means that the actual fighting is going to be a significant chunk of the episode if it's going to be as long of a sequence as they say. Yep. Yeah. Oof. I feel like I'm going to have to take a break and give me some Gatorade, maybe take a nap, (laughs) because this is going to be a lot. And this is going to be on the heels of Endgame, too? 
I don't know. But, I don't know if I'm prepared. To be honest, I'm glad I took Monday from work off. I know that much. I don't know. So that wraps up this review of episode two of season eight of Game of Thrones. We thank you for listening to Flawless Throne and supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. I am Curtis. She is Candice, and he is Jeremy. And we will see you next week for the epic battle recap. And we might have a guest. We'll see. But we will definitely be here. And we'll see y'all next week. up the draws. <laughs> little freak nasty. A girl rides. <laughs> A girl drains them balls. A girl likes all positions. <laughs> okay, we have to go. <laughs>